there should they should be in the lead. That's what you said. You said, what makes you think black men should lead when women were here first? So don't play the side by side now. What do you mean side by side? If you're the lead, then get your ass out there. Get those get that fucking soldier garb on. Get your guns, get your ammo, get your bulletproof vest and go out there and fight that white man. Go out there and fight that devil. Go out there and fight the Arab. Go out there and fight the Asian. Go out there and fight the Indian. All of our major enemies, you need to go out and fight and you shouldn't ask for assistance from black men just like you don't ask for assistance from black men when you're taking black men to court because you're mad that he's fucking somebody else and now you want to fucking hold his child hostage from him and take him to court in front of that white man. So when when it's time to go to war with that white man, have that same fucking mentality, man. And of course, this doesn't apply to all black women. It doesn't even apply to the majority of black women. But we have to call that shit out. And I'm not going to be fucking soft about that shit, man. I'm, I'm not going to be soft about that shit at all. Because I've seen brothers who get a bad, who get a bad fucking rape being drugged through the goddamn court system because some bitch is fucking jealous that he that she didn't have her shit together and now he decided to go fuck somebody else because you ain't got your shit together but you want to make it appear as though he ain't got his shit together and now you want to drag him through the fucking European court system I've seen that shit all my life man and I've seen some I've seen some bitch ass niggas too that ain't took care of their business and don't deserve to really live the way they've mistreated black women so I've seen both sides. But when you when you come into this particular cipher, into this particular realm, and you're supposed to know, you've been on my page for years, and to say what makes you think black men should lead? Bitch, you got to go. You got to go. I ain't got no rap, no dap, no pats on the back, none of that for you. None of that. Feed you to the fucking wolves. And when that war kicks out, don't ask for help. You lead. Lee, put your man in the back of you. And you go out front. That's how crazy that shit sounds, man. That's how crazy it sounds. Just pure ignorance. D wealth. I, I I'm just, you know, I I I I just wanted to bring that to the forefront. And honestly, I don't give a fuck how anybody feels about what the fuck I just said, too, because I meant it. Like that shit was like dis like what makes you think a black man's supposed to lead? And and black women are fighting on the front line? Yeah, that's why that's why some of them are selling their children out. They ain't fighting on the front line. What black woman has gone and killed one of them cops that fucking killed her son or her daughter? If we just keeping it real, see that's the flip side of it. Because black women will flip that shit on us. Oh, well, what are the men doing? Well, you, you, the, the son and the daughter came through your womb. What are you doing? So you can't flip that. Yes, it's our job to go. It's our job actually to go put in that work. But if we keeping that shit real, you got closer ties to the child than we do. You bore that you carried that child for nine months. That child came through your canal. You got a direct connection with that child and the ancestors and the spirit. So why ain't you gone and whacked them? No, you letting Benjamin Crump allow you to come get paid off of your dead babies. Come on, man, stop it, man. We gotta have real talk up in here. This shit is real and the shit can't be soft. We be trying to tiptoe around the feelings because we don't want to offend somebody or somebody might take something the wrong way. Man, fuck that, man. 
We live in a society where they trying to vax motherfuckers. They often motherfuckers on a daily. Kids is getting snatched, going into sex trades. Kids is getting snatched for their adrenochrome. All of that shit. Have real talk, man. And there's some black women out here that's fucked up mentally. All they think about is the goddamn fucking club. And they're raising daughters doing that same fucking perpetual bullshit. And some of them do have some good men and they won't give them access to the child. Because they're holding the child hostage. Why? Because they mad. They upset that the man didn't stay. And they ain't even got, they ain't even, they ain't even going to go do the therapy to figure out what the problem is with them. Because the problem is always going to be us. It's always going to be us. And that's a Europeanized mindset. That's how the European has trained them to believe that everything is the black man's fault. We can't take responsibility for everything. That sister was mad last night because I told her, I told her if a black woman is out here and has five children by five different men, goddamn, after the third one, when the fuck you gonna say, wait a minute, hold up, the problem is me. I'm making poor fucking choices in men. And then to add insult to injury, Cindy got up and said, no, after the first one, fuck the third, what are you talking about, Yurima? After the first one. Peace, family. Peace. It's wealth. Uh, what, 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 what an opening. What an opening. Um, I, a family. I, I was on IG last night too, um, bouncing back and forth, and I, I, I saw the continuous um, from the individual, and we were talking about. Um, I, I saw the dysfunction. I saw the the continuous deflections and the need to make everything the black man's fault, right? And um. You know, and other people in the room also saw it and 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 they started, you know, uh, redirecting and checking, you know, some of the dysfunctional comments and and behavior. You know, um, what I want to really what I want to really bring a contrast to is that I think a lot of uh, I I think the 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 a a lot of black women um, that are living in that dysfunction of the white man's programming. I'm not saying a lot of black women, but the ones who are living in the dysfunction of the white man's programming are triggered whenever it's suggested that the black man has to lead or that the black woman should submit to the black man's leadership. I think those are trigger points. And and I think the question that they should really ask themselves is, why do you feel triggered by that suggestion? Why do you feel triggered by that? When every other group practiced this, practices this, and we did also before the 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 brainwashing into the white man's system to, of self hate, you know, um, why why do you feel so triggered? Because I, I I'm analytical. I like to observe things and and. And, and see correlations, right? Oftentimes, you know, women that live in that type of programming, you know, they will give their mate hell at home and then go to work under a white boss at a white-owned company and smile all the way to the top. And I mean, 
hey, ambition is good, but why can't you give that same energy to your king? Unless you're not loyal to the king. And if you're not loyal to the king, that's called treason. You know what I mean? I mean, there's there's not there's nothing simpler about it. I mean, there's there's nothing hard to understand about it. It's pretty simple. You know, um, Cindy said it, uh, and I'm just reiterate what what Yurima said. Cindy said it last night. You know, when it comes to, you know, making mistakes, the first time my grandfather say the first time is a mistake. The second time you did it on purpose because you knew what you was doing because you understood the consequences when from the first time. So every time after the first time, you can't cry accident anymore. Right. So where does accountability come in? Right. As men, we're taught to to hold ourselves accountable and hold each other accountable. But I believe the same the same thing has to be practiced with black women. And I see it happening more and more. But the reason I bring it up is because there's still a group of dysfunctional black women out there that refuse to take accountability for anything. And someone who's stuck in a victim mindset is capable of anything. They will hurt anybody. They will do anything and they will rationalize it away as someone else's fault. And, and, and when we're talking about community building, an element like that is destructive and dangerous to the community. and has to be quarantined until they can get better or exiled. If they show that they don't want to change. I mean, there's there's just some things in life that, you know, we're going to find out about ourselves and it's going to be an uncomfortable truth. No one is born perfect. It's, it's the journey is perfecting, right? Is is in is is in striving towards perfection. You know what I mean? Not being a perfectionist, but improving each day, right? So if you feel like you are already perfect as you are, then there's something wrong with the mindset because everyone has flaws. Yeah, everyone, everyone has flaws and, 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 you know, um, we gotta be maturity is, is, is understanding that you have those flaws and you cannot exist in a community unless you're willing to listen to other people in the community that might point out certain flaws in you. Someone can point out something and if I don't see it, if I don't see it and I don't agree with it. I'm not automatically reflexively going to just jump into a defensive state. I'll, I'll sit down and I'll think about it for a little bit. Right. And I think that's a healthy way to process stuff. Sit down and think about it. Even if you don't do it right then, at least at some point, you know what I mean? Reflect on that in your quiet time and your meditations, reflect on it. See if there's truth in it that maybe you didn't see before. Cause how else can you improve? I mean, there's only so much that you can see about yourself sometimes you're gonna have to see it in a reflection of someone else showing that to you and be grateful that they do don't get upset it's not that someone is picking on you is that if they took the time to 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 tell you about this thing is because more likely they want you to improve and that's for your benefit not for their benefit it's for your benefit so be grateful that you got people that can point out some things and say hey 
If, if you see me, if 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 you see if any of y'all see wealth doing something that's off code, point it out to me. Hey, well, what what are you doing over there, man? What you, what you doing with that piece of bacon? You 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 you, you all right? <laughs> what you, hey, well, what you what you what you doing over there with that white girl? I thought you was married, man. Like even if I was single, what you doing over there with that white girl? What's what's going on with that that situation? Like point it out. And if I'm uncomfortable about it, that's that's a signal that there's something I need to look at. To me, that's how I receive that. If I'm uncomfortable about it, then it's something I need to look at. All right. So, you know, I mean, listen, it, I, I, I love the fact that we had uh, Empress uh, uh, Empress Cindy and, and, and Empress Taurine on, on the stage last night. And, and, and it wasn't just... M- so that the excuse that it's just men pointing out certain things when the the queens was also saying the same thing, you know, and, and I love that, like from a point of maturity and from a point of love, this is not bashing, right? We, we got to get that out of our minds that, that where we, we only, we like, if someone has to correct you or redirect you, then that's hate. That's that's them attacking me. That's them bashing me. That's a very immature way of thinking. And you won't grow. You're going to be resistant to growth if that's your mindset. And I was taught by one of my mentors that life is always in motion and there's no riding the fence. You're either growing or you're dying. Which one? You got to choose one. There's no just sitting still, right? It's, it's either growing or you're dying. You know what I mean? Like you 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 falling or you rising. So there, there has to be, there's always a choice. Even if you make it an unconscious choice, you're still making a choice. You know, and, and there's plenty of nights where, where I've seen Yurima open the room. There was a night not too long ago where Yurima opened the room. And guess what? That particular night, the Kings was not allowed to speak. We wasn't, it wasn't our night and it was okay. No one was triggered by that. The Queens got the stage the whole night. Nobody was triggered by that. And and we we listened and we reflected and you know um, uh, eat the meat spit the bones out you know not everything is going to apply to you but if some things do apply to you then take notes and see where you can improve you know um, that that's that's it for right now I just I just don't understand you know why the resistance why that adamant resistance and actually I do understand it's the programming it's the programming. That if if it's a black man saying something, then automatically that comment should be met with suspicion or or some kind of uh, uh, anger, if, especially if you're touching on something that's true but makes someone uncomfortable. How dare you? Or if it's, or if it's said with any kind of strength or leadership uh, behind it, uh, uh, assertive, to- assertive tones, then, oh, my gosh, how dare you? Right. Like that's that's. That that's a problem. That's part of the programming, and we gotta address that, and we gotta fix that mindset if we're gonna look towards building a stronger uh, black community. Yeah, it's the programming wealth, but it's also it's also the fact that that a lot of people look. I just went through this shit on a personal level, so I know when when a person doesn't want to accept accountability for any fucking thing, nothing. And the, and the fact is, is it's programming, but it's also the fact that a lot of people, they do not want to fucking face themselves. And that's the bigger problem. 
They don't want to take a look in the mirror at themselves because when you're making somebody accountable and a person is from a therapeutic standpoint, they have to take a look at that. That means that I have to take a look at myself. And some people find themselves to be so goddamn ugly that it's easy to easier to push the buck out to the black man is the problem because they don't want to face themselves because deep down inside, they don't want to clean up that ugliness, that ugliness that, 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 that is inside themselves, that they have to do the internal work. And so it's easy to pass the buck. It's easy for, for somebody to, to sleep off something or sleep on something and say, oh, Urema was wrong. People get in their feelings about delivery. There was a situation with two people saying the same thing, saying the same thing. And I brought it up and the person was, another person was like, oh yeah, the, well, the one, I don't, I don't like his delivery. Okay. You don't like his delivery, but was it the fucking truth though? Did he lie? Well, I mean, no, he didn't lie, but I just like the other person's delivery better. Well, I mean. You know, people ain't here to placate your feelings, man. People ain't here to placate your feelings. We're in a fucking war. And quite contrary to belief, we're losing at this point. So we can't, we, we don't have time to placate people's feelings and, and, and oh, uh, well, the way you said it. And I went through that video last night, D, well, conscious, Melrose, I went through that video last night and I'm like, where the fuck did she get? I was angry. But here I am questioning myself when I know the fuck I wasn't angry. I was actually smiling during the video. But that's the sickness, man. man. That's the sickness. I'm sitting here questioning. I got to go back through the video like, damn, did I get angry? And, and, and the woman has the ability to do that, man. It, and, and it's a crazy flip. The shit is crazy. Woman will have you apologizing for some shit and it wasn't even your fault. I'd love to address that, Brother Urema, when, when it's my turn. Go ahead. Thank you. I just wanted to um, address Brother Dwayne. I really love um, hearing your commentary. Um, it definitely resonates with me. And I wanted to salute you and especially my brother Urema for the, you know, for the opportunity um, with not being in the room, but being a, a black woman who has um, been on the side of victim mindset to triumphant mindset, who has been on the side of not having a father um, experiencing some abuse by black men and then making good men pay for it. Um, have been on the side now of full accountability for my shit. Um, so what I would like to say to women that are listening, sister, don't become number one who has hurt you. You know, if somebody has harmed you that happens to be a black male, we don't need to make all of black men suffer, number one. And I am a mother of a young black man who is 23. And there were times where I was a bit harsher on him than I am on my daughter. And I know that that came from, if I can be honest, 
I know that came from um, anger I had toward his father. We need to stop doing that shit. We need to stop calling our sons out of their names. We need to stop hitting and beating them like they are enslaved Africans. We need to read the Willie Lynch documents and understand where the programming comes from. And so um, I think the final thing I'd like to say is the only thing I can think of that will cause someone to be overly offended um, is one, if a, a woman, if she is not healed from whomever has hurt her, then everybody, it could be Urima, it could be Dwayne, it could be Kareem, it could be Conscious, it could be D, it could be Hakeem. You all will basically, in the woman's mind, like become that person who has hurt her. And the fight is not really toward you. It's really toward the men that have hurt her, number one. And something within what you're saying is stirring up her demonic ass energy inside. I know this because I've been her. And I think like the final thing, <clears throat> the final thing I would really like to say is, um, oh shoot, I forgot <laughs> But I think you guys, um, I think you guys understand what I'm saying. Oh, yes. The final point that I wanted to make was that the only way, the only thing I can think of that would cause someone to really feel some type of way is the platform in which we're having these intimate and hard discussions on is a white person's platform where they are taking our intellectual property, they are studying us, yada, yada, yada. So when we're having conversations kind of like public that are really meant to be like how our ancestors did, it just kind of puts some people off. I don't think that the solution is to stop the conversation. I'm just thinking maybe we can consider that, um, that these could be harder conversations, which is why, yes, download Urima Karama's app where we can have these conversations but um, that's all that I have to offer and thank you for the opportunity Urima I love you thank you brother yeah thank you thank you um, I think I think that I think we have to we have to use we have to use what's ever available if it's the truth and you know to have I, I, I like the fact that my platform is built on having hard conversations and that's why there's only going to be a certain group of people in any room that I have, I recognize that because of not only who I am, but because of the way I've set it up, this shit has to be real. It can't be unsubstantive. It has to be substantive and it has to dig deep. And we have to be honest about this. We have to be honest because we've taken the brunt of so much pain over the years. Black men have, we've taken the brunt and we take that shit. We fucking wear that shit. And we keep it moving. A lot of times we don't say shit. We might have some backroom talks with one another. But a lot of times we just have to wear that shit. We just have to take it. We have to take that prison time. We have to take that woman who denies us access to the child. We have to take that. We have to take the mother who fucking because the man left her. Now I'm the boy child. Now I got to deal with some shit that's going to give me some trauma that I have to fucking do some shadow work when I become an adult because she was dealing with some shit with this nigga because he left. I got to deal with that. We got to deal with that. And we wear that and we wear it well. And we hold that shit in. And to continue to be told that it's our, everything is our fucking fault. Everything on the goddamn planet is our fucking fault. 
And some women don't want to take no accountability for nothing. That shit has to be exposed. That shit pisses me off, man. Hey, especially when somebody goes through all stops. Like to the topic, many people have European are, are Europeanized and don't even know it. It's some European ass shit where you got to pull all stops to avoid accountability all the way to the extent of creating a whole false narrative of history talking about all the pharaohs were women. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard in my life, man. Man, oh, that, that shit. That, that shit. is the dumbest shit I ever heard in my fucking life, bro. Was she and, saying they identified as women or were they women? She said, uh, "Listen, women. I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't <laughs> think back woman. then there was, I don't think back then there was a discrepancy about who identified as what. I think men were men and women were just women, and the, there were a few women pharaohs for sure. You know what I'm saying? But don't take it out of context. There's, you know, uh, Queen Hatshepsut. You know what I'm saying? And, and a few others. And, you know, of course, of course, there were there were women pharaohs because we we had more of a balanced mentality. You know what I'm saying? But history is what it is. Like, don't 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 pull some fake shit out because you ain't done no real scholarship. You know what I'm saying? Talking about, <laughs> you know, everything that she said in that message was just really, really uh, ignorant. Um, but it, it speaks to the mentality. You know what I'm saying? And this is somebody who already said that, you know, she comes from a family of all women and, you know, what have you. So, you know, this narrative has probably been regurgitated to her her whole life. You know what I'm saying? And that's the shit that she's on now. But the damage that's being done by, by bitter women who, refuse to see outside of their personal experience you know what i mean and 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 look at the big picture as to what's happening to our people and what's happening you know to the to the with the division between black men and women you know it's a level of accountability that (laughs) you know what it's not even accountability like it's really just common sense you know what i mean when when you have uh if you have traumatic experiences you know with black men you know which most of our women do you know i get that you know what i'm saying but when you take on the narrative that black men are completely unnecessary, you know, the, the whole idea of, you know, um, you know, there was, there was a point when there was all women on the planet and, you know, all women did this and all women did that. I'm not even going to knock that historical fact, but what I will say is that at whatever point men came about, it was out of necessity. You know what I'm saying? And, and that, and that's, and that's been the case ever since, you know, if, Black women were to be the sole leaders or the sole governors of our community. Um, how much different would it be than what it is right now? Hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's not to knock the role of black women and, and, and you know, the significance that y'all play in rearing our children and, and, and um, you know, nurturing our communities and things like that. But that's a role that you have to step into and that you have to own and actually live up to the same way us as black men got to own the fact that a lot of us are fucking, uh, you know what I mean? Or womanizing idiots. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas is out here dumb as hell, you know, on some ignorant shit all day, every day. But, you know, I can't, I'm not going to sit here and say, um, I'm not going to paint it with a broad stroke. You know, and I think that's the fucked up part about it. You know, I'm personally, you know, a victim of a certain type of psychological manipulation that black women, you know, um, kind of forge against us. You know, when it comes to what you were saying, Yarima, about, you know, using the court system and, you know, keeping brothers from our kids and, you know, just silencing us when we have when we trying to have a say so and holding them accountable, especially when it comes to how our kids are being raised. You know what I'm saying? I got a 17 year old daughter who I try to school about, you know, who she is as a woman, you know what I'm saying? And how to move in the world. But 
you know, she's surrounded by low vibrational women. You know what I'm saying? Her mother and her aunts are all super fucking ratchet. You know, and all I can do for real as a man is recognize that, okay, when I was 18 years old and I was, you know, into that type of shit, I made the mistake of having a child with one. You know what I'm saying? And so here I am 17 years later having to, you know, deal with the fact that, you know, my daughter has no real guidance from from a woman. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's fucked up. But look at what society has done to our voices, black men, where we can't even speak up and say, yo, we need help out here. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to trying to maintain a certain balance in our communities. I don't have a choice. Like you said, again, I don't have a choice but to wear the badge of a black man everywhere I go. You know what I'm saying? Motherfuckers is looking at me like I'm the problem of society. Like I'm, you know, the scum of fucking society, you know, but ultimately, you know, we know because, you know, just, just in the process of trying to date or trying to find, you know, a woman on a certain frequency, um, that shit ain't easy, man. That shit ain't easy. Cause it ain't like, it's not the same narrative that people try to paint of, you know, oh, well, you know, black men are, you know, black men are, um, are absent from the house and, you know, uh, niggas is always just in the streets and they doing this and they doing that. I know so many stand-up brothers, man. I know so many real dudes that's conscious that respect and protect and uplift black women all day, every day. Almost to a fault. Because we want to call y'all queens and goddesses, but a lot of y'all are not operating like that. You can wear the outfit and you can, you know, put the, you know, the, 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 the fucking uh, uh, crystals in, in your hair and all that type of shit, but in reality, like y'all not really operating like that all the time. You know what I'm saying? And shout out to the ones that are, but you know, y'all got to let brothers stand up and let y'all know that y'all are fucking dead wrong sometimes, man. And it's really foul that, you know, that even this kind of conversation has to be had, but much less that it's so much pushback. You know, if we, if, if all these other clubhouse rooms can exist where it's literally just bashing black women and literally bashing black men, then what's wrong with having a conversation about just holding motherfuckers accountable for this type of shit. But D, D, but check this out too, is it's not just, see, see, this, this is where the shit gets really fucked up because it's, it's one thing, it's one thing to, 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 because you might feel a certain way, you know, the black woman might feel a certain way about the black man, but it's a whole nother thing when a black woman steps up to, to defend black men as Cindy did last night. And the woman who's in opposition to black men then wants to attack her as well. So, so this is what she says. She makes a fucking assumption. Women like Cindy never have husbands. That's an assumption. She don't know if Cindy's married or not. Then she says, I think black men say you want a sister that does all that sweet flattery and woo 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 but at the end of the day you get bored and you love the chase again making an assumption because all black men aren't like that especially of the conscious class then she goes so this is this is where just listen to the wording of this and and, and this isn't she's not the only black woman who thinks like this listen to this wording black women are choosing from the bottom of the barrel. Black women are choosing from the bottom of the barrel. So regardless to which man she chooses, she's going to get the same childish, cheating, lying, mooching, lazy, no account dude. 
What? Wow. This bitch got so what? much fucking nerve. This bitch She's got Ill. so much fucking nerve. You're Jesus, choosing wow. from the bottom of the barrel. Bitch, why aren't you choosing from the top of the barrel? Because there is a top to this shit. There is a top to it. Oh, wow. So what the fuck are you choosing from the bottom of the barrel for? If you met, if, if, if that's where you choosing, then that's where, that's where, those are the type of dudes you're going to attract. Because there it is a top like, to the barrel too. It sounds nah, like she's insinuating, it sounds like she's insinuating that black men are the bottom of the barrel. That's exactly. What I mean. And that's, that's how, how I, took I received it, it too. Yep. That's yep. how I took it, D. I can't take it any other way because what because because if you're saying that, you have to assume that there's a top of the barrel. And so who's at the top of that barrel? And then you're going to make an the assumption white. on another black woman who comes to actually defend black men. You're gonna make an assumption about her because she's defending us. This is the type of fucking ridiculous accountability that they can't accept. Can I just add? I'm I'm sorry. Can I just add? This is Chanel. Um, Peace and blessings to everybody. Um, Good night, sis. From my perspective, I think that black women are just not educated on the hierarchy of a family structure. Um... We, are, we aren't taught the true meaning of what it means to be a wife. So I think we're taught to believe that we're better than the black man, but just below the white woman. And if we gain mm. the attention of a white man, it's considered a luxury. Mm. I remember when I was a little kid, um, you know, like your parents would tell as a little girl, your parents would tell you, stay away from those little boys because they're no good. Or, you know, you see it, you know, you see it in the community all the time, you know, uh, mothers warning their daughters to stay away from those no good little boys in the neighborhood. And I think we're conditioned to think that because of that, you know, we grow up thinking that the black man can't provide for us. Um, so, and, you know, they can't provide for us and a luxury is something that we all would desire as a woman, we desire to live the life of luxury. And if we align ourselves with a white man, then we could obtain that. So if we go work for them, if we marry them, we sleep with them, then that white man will give us the luxury that a black man cannot. Mm. So I think that, you know, for, for people like me, for women like me who understand who now, because Dwayne and I have been married for 18 years. We've been together since we were in high school. So it's about like 23 years now. And coming into this, I wasn't taught how to be a wife. Like, I literally learned it along the way. A lot of it I learned because Dwayne had to teach me how to be a wife. He had to teach me how he wanted me to treat him because I didn't know. I remember my grandmother telling me things like, you know, when I got married, I was 20 years old when I got married. And before I, I literally moved out of my room, I'm packing my stuff and she's telling me, you know, make sure you don't tell him about all the monies that you have. You put some aside for a rainy day just in case. Now, just in case what, right? Like, so I'm like, okay. So for years, I would like hoard money away in this like old little Bible case that my mother gave to me. Like, I mean, I would hoard like thousands of dollars in there thinking that I was doing something, you know, good. 
But in actuality, what it was doing, it was that it was putting cracks in our foundation and it was, it was causing friction in our marriage. So then now we have two sons and we have two daughters. So now I'm looking at my son the same way, you know, other mothers probably look at um, the neighbor's son, not um, on purpose, but indirectly, I'm looking at him like, okay, well, he can never be as good as, you know, me because he's a man and he doesn't know he's a black man. He doesn't know that much. He needs me to guide him the rest of the way, which is inaccurate. Now, you know, looking back at it, now that I'm uh, through my woke eyes, I understand that that's completely false and it's, it's bullshit really. So I think it's people like me, women like me who know better. It is our responsibility to educate the uneducated and the uneducated also needs to be open to receiving the teaching that somebody like me can give. We need to stop as women. We need to stop seeking validation from single women. Or we need to stop seeking validation from women who don't have any skin in the game. Because not because she's married mean that she can minister or, or, or um, educate you on what it means to be a wife if she's living a dysfunctional marriage. As women, we need to seek out the black women in our community that live a, a, a long, healthy marriage and ask them for counsel. So one of uh, Dwayne and I, we uh, we have a, a business. Uh, we consult married couples looking to start a business together, and part of the counsel that we give them is understanding the male female dynamic. Once you understand the male female dynamic and you create balance in your home, you can then spill that over into every other aspect of your life and make it make sense. This is Chanel, and I'm complete. Well, thanks for sharing that, Empress. Um, I think we, uh, yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, let's get to Kareem, Conscious, and uh, Hawk and Jamil. <clears throat> good, good night, fam. Good night, uh, Sister Chanel. Thank you so much, Yarima, brothers and sisters. Um, and I was just listening. Peace, y'all. Peace. Um, peace, peace. I was just listening, and, and, you know, from previous nights and, and tonight, man, it really brings home to me the title of the room you know many black people are Europeanized and don't even know it think about this for a second fam none of us are born thinking the type of shit that we heard that lady saying that she wrote to him that she wrote to Yurima or that she said in the audio clips that we heard none of us are born that way mm. so obviously we're being taught that somewhere right and and so we, we I think as a people, overall, we really downplay, you know, and, and, and this part, we, we got to, you know, we got some skin in the game in this part. We really got to double down on education. As Chanel just said, you know, even about being a wife, even about, and even before we get to that part, even about our people. Because everything we heard in those comments, when you talked, when you hopped in talking about Kemet, and, you know, stuff with Kemet, reminded me of what we spoke about ago, in regards, you have to study underneath somebody, right? And there was a process. You couldn't just start spitting information when you really didn't know the damn information, you know? And, and what it brings me to is this, that, you know, whether it be 
you know, our people or whether it be what we're seeing happening, you know, with our sisters as, as a special group that's happening with them is we are being miseducated, right? So, it, you know, the miseducation of the Negro. So we continue to be miseducated. And this is a special type of miseducation that we're getting right now. Right. And and that's what we got to we got to really double down and recognize. We got people thinking that they're educated when when they're fucking miseducated and and not even recognizing that. So part of what Chanel just speaks about, when we start wanting to teach sisters about what it's like to be a wife. Well, they think they already learned what, what, what a woman does because they went to, to their white school and they got their degrees and they've heard all this stuff and they're feminists or they're this, whatever they, they call themselves, maybe calling themselves or feeling that they are. So I'm an educated black woman. So how could you, Yurima, and part of what that anger is, like how dare you, and she really wants to say, how dare you, nigga, right? Ha ha have the nerve to even say anything about black women. You know, because what I've been taught is if anybody shouldn't be saying shit about black women, it's you. It's you all. Y'all Negroes. Y'all brothers. Y'all shut up. Mm. And so now when you come to even have that conversation, they, they're thinking, well, I'm educated. And the, the authority and the people who have taught me, they said something else than what you're saying. So I definitely can't listen to your ass. And so I, I got to come with you. At, and and that, so that's what we're, so we got to really double down, my people, and recognize, you know, the minute, as you said, when that baby comes out of that birth canal, that education process got to start. Because that white man and that white woman and this white system that we find ourselves in right now, that shit starts from the minute that baby comes out of that birth canal. They get, we get spoon-fed white supremacy every single day. And then we get into that education system, it, it, it's on, you know, it's the, the, the assembly line speeds up. They got to get that shit into us faster and faster and faster, more and more and more. Because the ultimate goal is to make us white supremacists, mm. right? And, and many of us walk around here, and I say this all the time, you know, we are the biggest white supremacists. Unfortunately, because not by us wanting to be white supremacists, we were made because we are the biggest threat to white supremacy. Right. And, and so and then you add in the black man who is the biggest threat to white supremacy. So you got to make sure that he is, is viewed a certain way and the system is set up a certain way because he's the one that could make this whole shit, you know, topple. And so we got to be real, like super on it and super clear that the education, like I said, we, we don't come out of our, of our mothers thinking this way and somehow it gets into our heads. Right, and we got to be real clear how that's happening, and we got to make sure that we cannot allow that this shit to keep happening. I'm Kareem, and thank you for your time. Kareem, thank you for that. Um, and two, I think that we have to, and then we're going to get to Hot Jamil and uh, OTW too, but I think that um, another accountability issue, and hopefully it's no sisters in this room right now. Uh, but another accountability issue has to be the fact that uh, not only is it a measure that the system of white racism accepts, but it's starting to become a measure that black women, more black women, not all again, and again, hopefully no sisters in this room feel like this, but there are a group of black women that 
strong black men are a threat. And if black men aren't talking in a girly, faggish type demeanor and voice, then they're not accepted. If they're not acting, if they're not acting like an emasculated black male, if they're not acting girly themselves, if they're acting girly and, and, and faggy, then black women accept them. But if they're strong like us on here, we're the threat. That's also an accountability measure that has to be addressed as well. And, and, and can I add something you remember right quick? Exactly what you're saying. And and even your mere speaking is viewed as being violent. <laughs> how the right. fuck did you, how, how, could, how could you, you know, it's like, uh, excuse me? You know? Like, yeah, that that's, but th- that's the way it's being weaponized. Like, so, so AK, just keep your mouth closed. And, and that's dangerous. Because that's really what's being said. Like, you know what? And, and that's censorship. Right, so it, it becomes oh, you just you just how you talk ah uh, now now you just need to be quiet, and and so that that continues to spread that oh you're being violent, and now we got a censor and it's like yo, yeah. Hawk was good. Hey brother Kareem, how are you brother? I'm good, family. How are you? Good to have you on. I'm good. Appreciate you. What's up to the uh, stage and everybody listening? Um. Kind of like stay in the wing a lot of times, and I listen to a lot of the information that we come with. And our people, I believe, for the most part, has like traumas that we all tend to try to deal with. And I think it plays a big part in why we're not focused as much as we need to be. Because I believe that we're all trying to get to a place where we're comfortable and actually getting to that place where we are having those family structures that are solid, the marriages that are, you know, presentable to, you know, everyone that we know. But I kind of think that we tend to base our, I guess, our abilities on what white supremacy has dictated to us so many centuries, decades ago. It is so many different areas in which we are disconnected that I think we lose track of where we're really going at certain stages. And we really don't know what to do at times. And I think we kind of like bounce off the different people energy and we try to be as one, but we have so many different factors as far as, you know, our own people putting a monkey wrench into what we actually are trying to get to and what we're able to do as far as building our own. And I think these platforms are necessary, but for the most part, I think that the white supremacy engine does use us and they watch us and they use this information to actually build on knowing how to deal with us because we're so powerful and our roots alone and our energy is something that they can't really handle. So because they have the control, it's much easier for them to take us down simply because we really do not have, uh, you know, camaraderie. We don't really sit and really hold our people accountable. We really don't take our, you know, put our interests rather into building stronger foundation so I think for the most part we just have to be more mindful of like what we say what we do around certain like platforms but at the same time also connect with one another and I think we really don't do that to an extent that we need to but like you say brother Karina it's something that is necessary because 
we're going to find out who is with us and who is not. And we have so many of uh, those that are like trying to be a monkey wrench in the program that, you know, it's kind of, it, it burns us out. So the moment that we see that other people are like moving to fight against us, we have so many more that are actually doing that groundwork and making sure that we actually get to where we got to go. But it's just that it's, it's, uh, it's a draining thing. And I just want to touch on something that sister, the queen Chanel said about, you know, having a family structure and knowing what marriage is. I think she was correct. And I do agree to an extent of what she said, but also, I also look at what chattel slavery did to our family because we did originally have a family structure. We knew what it was like to be married. We knew what it was like to have a solid foundation in our family home. So that wasn't nothing foreign to us. We had that ripped away from us from the early days. So we just have to find, for the most part, how we get back to that. And it's in us. It's just that we've been we've been scrambled so much that we kind of feel that we don't know what to do and we don't know how to approach that 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 uh, foundation. But we know exactly what to do. It's just that it's a matter of just you know building it back up to where we can actually have that in our system. We, we know that if we're having children, we're dealing with certain individuals that we know, the females or the dudes we choose to be with, we just have to find people who are like mine and know where we're going. Because at the end of the day, if you start dealing with people who really don't have an understanding, then it's just going to be that much harder for you to actually build. So it's nothing, I don't think it's too complicated. It's just that we just have to find like minds and just build on who is in the circle with us, that's pretty much it. But, you know, I, I kind of feel what everyone is saying. I kind of do my homework and try to, you know, make myself better as a man because for the most part, I feel that I am an alpha and I do get that, like, resistance from people because they are afraid of the force because that we bring in that energy that we bring is, you know, not well taken at times. And I think that we do have a soft ass, you know, overall approach to the men that they feel that's supposed to be the, the uh, ones that represent us. I think that, that that's kind of like a soft attitude to where we need to be. We need the men and toxic masculinity. That, for me, I think does not exist. That, that is not true. We need those men to be here and to be able to, you know, put their foot down and stand up because at the end of the day, you're not going to have me sitting here acting like a little sissy. I don't you know, knock on whoever want to be where they want to be. That's their thing. But we have men that are like, we have men that are beasts. We have men, not to say it in an animalistic way, but we have men that are ones that can actually hold down the fort and take care of business when necessary. So that's pretty much all I wanted to, you know, bring to the table. But it's, we have a lot of work to do, but if we keep punching the ground with these platforms and staying connected, I think we'll get there. It's just going to be a, going to be a long road, but we'll get there. Hawk, thanks. I appreciate that, brother. Um, it's too um, important. I, I'm glad you mentioned uh, connecting. Uh, and Hawk, we would, we would love for you to uh, be a part of that. There is a group of us in this room here that have, and on IG and Facebook, that have connected. Uh, as a matter of fact, the time is um, the time is coming up. We've been doing it like once a month now. And so the time is coming up. We're looking for a location right now um, for our next uh, collective get together. Um, 
And so I will probably we'll we'll have that destination by this weekend. Uh, thus far, it has been here on the East Coast. Uh, I think Virginia uh, or West Virginia and uh, Pennsylvania. So uh, those were the last two meeting places. So we will uh, definitely keep you. Uh, Raheem Shabazz, salute family. We'll definitely keep you in the loop so that you know where our next uh, meeting destination will be. Uh, but but that is happening behind the scenes because I'm a big advocate. I I, I really uh, I use social media to disseminate information, but I'd much rather be out amongst the people so we can feel the energy. Um, so Jamil, what's good? Hey man, peace. Um... First of all, let me say, man, um, ran across a couple of your videos on uh, Instagram, you know what I mean? It really sparked me. So when I saw that you had this platform, definitely wanted to join in, man, not only just to support you, but just to kind of chime in on um, whatever we can do, man, or whatever we can talk about to kind of uplift or change the consciousness of black people, man. So definitely appreciate you having this platform. Appreciate um you, you, you know, you're one of those brothers, man, that, you know, you basically tell people to do the research, man. So I definitely appreciate that because I think that's what we yeah. do. Especially. Yeah, man, dog, y'all. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you put energy behind you. It, 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 some of your videos get me excited. You know, let me just, let me, I'm going to be honest with you because I, I feel your energy. I feel your passion. And I love that, man. Um, my, my take on this is, man, the problem with this, what we need to ask ourselves is uh, something I heard. Um, some years ago, the Jews and nothing against Jews, but just kind of understand where I'm going with this. With all the trauma supposedly that happened to the Jews, the Jews send their children to Germany to learn about their own history. Hell. The Jews, the, you know what I mean? As I ride around, I'm, I'm in from North Carolina, man, and I'm, I'm, I, you know, live close to Greensboro. And I was in Greensboro one time. I'm riding around and I run across this huge. Jewish campus. So you have people that's been oppressed, although they try to make the parallel to us, but let's just play around with it because I know ours was more uh, traumatic, but that's just for, you know, argument's sake. These people have decided to really control the narrative of their uh, existence. You know, the problem with us, man, whether we want to talk about black uh, women versus white, I mean, not black, black males versus white women, I mean, black women, I'm sorry. Um, the thing of it is, man, we sit here and teach us information and turn around and send our children right back up into the school of white supremacy and expect for them to figure it out. <laughs> we, we, we have to get to a point yeah. where we yeah. control the narrative of black people. The nation of Islam, yeah. regardless if people believe in it, I, that's not even my point, is the nation of Islam, is the FOI having the same argument with the MGT? Any organization, you know what I mean? No organization because they control the narrative of their people. If people in here believe in the Bible, the Bible said only 144,000 was going to be saved. We have to get into the narrative that all black people are not going to be saved. We need to find the people who want to be saved and start thinking about another black Wall Street. What can we do? What kind of resources you have? You may got $2, I got $2. This brother, this sister over here have $2. Let's put this together. You know what I mean? Let's let's start from the ground up. Let's see what we can do. Now, I don't understand that we're going to have agents. You know, I mean, we, we throughout history, we get that. And I, and I really don't have a solution for that. But the I think that we have to stop 
expecting these people to give us jobs, give us equality, give us voting rights, uh, Biden, Trump, that whole situation, Black Lives Matter, whatever. We have to get to the point where even if it's 10, 20, 30, 40 people, we got to start groundwork and get those people to control the narrative. Because I guarantee you, and I believe a conscious sister, a strong conscious sister and a strong conscious brother will understand what's problematic between both. You know what I mean? I mean, they have done research. You know what I mean? We're no different. Black men want to take care of their families. So when you you dealing with a group of people who literally you would not give them jobs, you know what I mean? You basically took the land or whatever. Um, you know, it, 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 it does... It, it does boil some type of insecurity in men who can't provide for their family. And that will probably lead to women who never see that in, in their homes. But I think the fact is we need to be able to teach that narrative to our sisters and our brothers versus letting us go out into European society and converting our people into Negro peons. And then now we, we keep seeing these different layers that's uh, problematic to the overall picture of black agenda. So I, I'm to the theory, man, that we can't save everybody. Like, like brother, you put this platform up, man. I see a lot of people in the room, and I just feel like if they're interested, what you have to say, what everybody got to say, it's almost like that's just where we got to start. If it's ten people, that's where we have to start. We can't expect to see. You're, you're not going to the black people who believe that's democratic republic or whatever. You're not going to really win them over. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to win them over. Black people today, you know, although everybody is nigger, but it was different when in the 60s and 70s. You know, Muhammad Ali, when he won that Olympic gold medal, he was still a nigger. We confused now, and that's all because of white supremacy. And the fact is, we keep allowing them to dictate our narrative. Now I see we got Africans versus black Native Americans, but we keep a lot, again, we allow them to come in and teach us our history, and then when you have people that have opposing arguments, then that becomes another layer. We have black men who couldn't support their family because, I mean, besides maybe infidelity, which polygamy was in all societies, I can't understand what is the what is some of these angry black women plights. You know what I mean? It's like we don't have the opportunity. We wasn't given an opportunity. You guys weren't given an opportunity. So now it's like that jump on this narrative as if, and that's the same thing for us as well, because the fact of the matter is, is that we don't have to be so overtly masculine with every everything to the point where some women feel suppressed as well because of our own insecurities. But I feel like both narratives is controlled by the education of white supremacy, if that makes sense. So that's just my intake on it, man. Um, I'm going to stop, man. Appreciate you, man. Salute everything you've been doing. I am a fan. You know what I mean? And I'm, and I'm hoping you continue these, man. And I hope that I'll be able to catch you and, and really partake in a lot of your conversations, man. Thank you. Appreciate you, Jamil. Uh, thank you for that. And I, I, I think you're, you're, you're absolutely right. I've said that before myself, that all, all of us, all black people aren't going to be saved. Um, that's not even the target market. Um, before I, um, I was downtown earlier tonight and I actually <clears throat> was, was in a um i was downtown and i i was in a it was basically it wasn't a car jam they were having a they were having a march it was thousands of people so no cars could move so i was just stuck there 
some of the people in the march I actually knew. They actually stopped and shook my hand. They saw me sitting in the car. Ah, yo, I haven't seen you for a while. And it was interesting because of everything that we're going through over here. And this is how you know all black people aren't going to be saved. And this is why what you said, Jamil, is so spot on. We have to start with the people in the room. Um, what was interesting is the thing they were marching for was the goddamn Palestinians over there going through it with the Israelis right now. And I'm thinking to myself, I, I'm thinking to myself, yeah, I, I saw niggas out there running around with goddamn Palestinian flags. And I'm thinking to myself, um, all the energy that you're putting in for the Palestinians, many of them that you've never met, you've never been over to that country. You're not even going to try to go take Israel because we're the real Jews. Um, <laughs> we're the real Hebrews. Uh, but but with all that, with all of that, you're you're with all the shit that we got going on over here. Nigga, you running around with a goddamn Palestinian flag right now down down the street. Yeah, Jamil, spot on. All black people aren't going to be saved, gang. Facts. OTW Tube, Cindy. <laughs> Hello, brothers flip. and sisters. How are y'all? How y'all doing tonight? We good. We good. Peace, peace. Good. This is therapy. Man, I heard my name. I said, I thought we was here for Yurima. I didn't know I had a fan. <laughs> Yeah, she's a fanatic for you, Cindy. <laughs> well, if she was paying attention, you got to listen to the whole thing, sister. I said six rings. Mm. Okay? I said I didn't get married to five. Married for 25 years, boo-boo, since we want to know about Cindy Ashby. Mm. And guess what? I talked about ideologies. But what happened one day was he became a cop. And guess what? Hanging around them white boys, he came home one day and was like, they're animals. So now, guess what? We didn't have the same ideologies anymore. And it didn't work out. But guess what? Didn't work out like that. I mean, I was ready for divorce, but he's not ready to leave. But mm. here's the thing. Since she, since she want my backstory. So now she got my backstory. Here's my thing. <laughs> I want to say this, and I think this is the problem. The problem is, I apologize. I'm going to apologize for all those sisters that can't say it. I apologize for every time somebody didn't feel pretty enough. I apologize for every time somebody was toxic and felt like they needed to blame you guys. I apologize for every sister that felt like they needed to tear a black man down. I don't think anyone has ever apologized to you brothers. It's as simple as an apology and meaning it. Coming for me means what? Don't come for me. I didn't send for you. Grew hmm. up, I grew up in Brooklyn. I, Google. On the Wake Up Radio, Google it. My address is there. My number is there. You need therapy? You want to talk to me? We could talk whatever you need. But don't, don't come for me because you feel like, oh, I'm defending the black. Who the fuck else was I supposed to motherfucking defend? Didn't you hear me say when I love my father? Do you know who your father is? And if you don't, I am sorry that your daddy didn't stay because your mama was a problem. Okay? So at the end of the day, we need to stop feeling like because we hear something that, oh, she's this, she's, no, no. Look in the mirror, like Michael Jackson say, right? And figure it out. Soul search. 
Do you get what I'm saying? And and the topic is perfect because you're talking about a European Europeanized black people. I was dealing with that. I was married to someone that what they we didn't start like that. You know, mm. it's like to have someone come home and say to you, "Oh, they're animals." Or, or even just putting a bug in my, my son's ear. Well, you know, George Floyd wasn't a good person. I was like, well, well we're not doing that. <laughs> Do you mm. get what I'm saying? That, that's mm. a sickness. You hanging around too many white people. What's going on? You bringing this shit home? You bringing this shit home? Oh, God. I don't care if you're making 250 fucking stacks a year. Mm. Fuck the money. Mentally, you are enslaved now. And mm. I, that is poison, poison on my children. I ain't got mm. 50,000 baby daddies. I said no cart before the horse, bitch. I didn't do that. And if I got married again, <sighs> I could have any fucking man I wanted. Best believe that shit, okay? Any black man I wanted at that, okay? Because mm. I said to you, women, it's pouring into the men. And if you can't fucking do that, then it is... It, then it is what it is. But at the end of the day, we got to get better. Instead of saying, you know what? I listened to that thing last night. You know what, babe? I need to fix this. I need to fix that. Let's sit down. Let's communicate. Mm. You couldn't. You can't even ground yourself. How did you even slither under a rock to even find a man like Yurima Karama? How? How? Really? You should be ashamed of yourself for coming back and being combative. That's not a good look, boo. It's not a good look, sis. Go find you a Mexican. Go find you whatever. A Chinese man or whatever. Because that's what you, you want somebody you could beat on. Go get a pillow. Crying that shit. We got to be more respectful to black men. Ain't nothing wrong with saying that. Why the fuck you upset about some shit like that? Like, really think about what happened in your life. I've been through some shit, but guess what? Ain't enough to tarnish the way I feel that the black man is motherfucking God. Are you fucking bugging? Bitch, get the fuck out of here. <sighs> I am sorry. I have stepped out of my character. I'm Cindy Ashby. Don't forget to check out On The Wake Up Radio because that's 365, 24-7. And OTW Tube is like, that's going to be like the black YouTube, but way better because we do it better. You know how the cultures go to the vultures. We got to bring it back home. Thank you. I'm sorry, sister. You just got to follow out of me. So I, I definitely want to hear more. Appreciate that. Oh, by the way, I have been uploading the book we talked about. So if the sister would go, the, the, the black man's guide to learning about the black woman and the black woman's guide to learn about the black man, I got the reading on there. So it's free. Because I know people don't like to, they don't like to read, they don't like to pay for nothing. It's free. Maybe that'll help you. You're welcome. <laughs> Cindy, my New York homie, yes. And, and Cindy, uh, just keep in mind, you never have to apologize. Cussing is, cussing is loud on my platform. It's allowed. I, sh I, I really would like to make it mandatory, but... <laughs> We appreciate you, Empress, and, and you know what I, else I appreciate. I'm gonna be a I'm gonna be a little facetious here, but it's real shit. I appreciate because you didn't have to. You apologized, and you know what was so significant about your apology. And I'm sure the black men on stage can attest to this. You apologized with no 
but behind it. See, that's accountability and accountability that you don't even owe. But this is what we're talking about. Yeah, I'm sorry, but you did. No, you apologize with no but. Yeah, I know I did this, but come on, man. Because it's not no tit for tat. You either you got mean this shit. You trying to you trying to keep your good black man? Get it together. I'm just saying. You, I told y'all last night, pussy's a dime a dozen, right? And so at the end of the day, you move on. Not to be all whatever facetious and shit, but you you move on. There's sisters out there that would be happy for any of you men, those who aren't married, of course, but <laughs> would be happy. To have a wonderful, what? Wait a second. It was something that I had, I had texted you. You're the prize. Guess what? The black man can be the prize too, y'all. Guess what? When I hear, and I know a lot of people get on the, 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 the Kevin Samuels and the Tommy Soto and Moyores and stuff. I would listen to it. And guess what? Water off a duck's back because that ain't me. But they suffered through stuff. And if you go into someone's past and their history... And you learn that their mama abandoned them, or they, you know what I'm saying? It'll be something as simple as I was on the schoolyard and my mother let that white person hit me. Shit, that shit stay with you for a long time. Trauma, trauma. Mm. And so learn who you fucking dating before you quit to talk about what you're gonna do with him in the bedroom. Learn who you dating and know if you're willing to deal with that and, and walk him through that and be a partner. And serve him like he needs to be served correctly with honor and have wisdom. Women should have some type of wisdom. Mm. Wow. Powerful. Thank you. Yeah, you gave me goosebumps, sis. Thank you. Definitely. I, I, I want to say thank you as well. I appreciate that. Likewise. That was, that was big. But I, but I, I would definitely say I, I think we would have to, some accountability on our end as well. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, for maybe people, I would say for feminine women who may not understand where you're coming from, I, you know, I would like to say even from my end, just you know, where our accountability probably needs to lie in as well. You know, so um, I mean, it can definitely go both ways. We got a lot of healing to do within the community, but it can happen. With forms like this, man, I think it can definitely happen. I'm sorry, Yurima. I'm just excited, man. No, I, no <laughs> this, is, this, this is good, my brother. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. You're good. You're good. No, uh, the, absolutely. The brothers, you know what it is? It's Thank a, you, man. I, I would say it's a two-way street. It's not a one-way street. It's a two-way street. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anybody else what got anything they want to add to this? Because um, it's definitely powerful. Um, yeah, Jamel, I, I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody, everyone in the room. Um, I do, and I think it's important, Jamel, that that because I know um, when we talk about so it's a two way street, but there has to come a point where. So I, I, I did a platform where I just allowed the women to speak. The men mm-hmm. sat in the audience and we just allowed the women to speak. 
and and we let them go. And there was a woman, a couple women, part of my team that were na- that narrated, that were moderators, but we just allowed them to build. And I think that I think that um, it, it it was a beautiful experience, and I can't wait to do it again because I think that we need more of that. And if I'm going to have, if I'm if I can control a platform, if I can have a platform. I, that that that's what needs to happen because I think that the black woman's voice is very powerful. Uh, as a matter of fact, I don't think I know, and I think that the black woman's intuition is the is the greatest asset um, to us as a group of people. Her intuition is by far one of our greatest strengths, and so. Uh, uh, but I, I I also think that there is a time where where they need to reflect as well um, because what I get a lot of and, and I'm sure you've seen it on some of my posts, I'll post something and it's always those two, three or four that are going to say, yeah, but, but, but black men do it too. And it's like, okay, but, but yeah, we, I, I do those posts too. I go in on the brothers too. Don't get it fucked up. I go in on them too, but right now we're dealing with this. Can you stay focused on this? Because that's the first level of not taking accountability is passing the buck. It's the same thing with the apology. Yeah, I apologize, but no, there's no buts. There's no buts. If I feel as though I did something wrong, then it's incumbent upon me to give an apology. But where's the but coming from? Accept your responsibility. Accept your part. There's, there's no buts. Because hey, you're the, butt, the butt is passing the buck. That's what the butt does. The butt is the butt is saying, the butt is what the butt says is, we're gonna do tit for tat. Yeah, I apologize, but this is gonna be some 50-50 shit because really, if we can't do it like that, then I'm really not gonna even give an apology. That's what the butt says. That's what the butt says without all of those words being said. And so when we have accountability sessions, um, you know, that, that, that just is what it is. And, and, and if we're going to grow as a group of people, if we're going to grow as a group and, and, and we need one another, that's the whole point that everybody has to overstand is that we need one another. We cannot maneuver this matrix without one another. There's a reason that in the matrix, the fucking black woman was the Oracle. I know her strength. I know her intuition. I know what she's capable of doing. That's facts. The black woman is the Oracle for a reason. That's why we need her. The black man is strength for a reason. That's why they need us. I've put it to the test and I've told people before when you go and, and, and we were out, we were in Philly one time and I told a group, it was a group of six of us. And I said it and I've said it on my live streams before. If you go into a retail spot, I don't care if it's a, I don't care if it's a food outlet restaurant. If you're dealing with a white salesperson, particularly male, and it's a black man and black woman, he will talk to that black woman. He will not, you will literally as a black man have to stand in front of her in order for him to talk to you because he doesn't want to deal with you. 
And I put it to the test one night in Philly. We went into a restaurant. I told the sisters, I said, look, the white boys, the white boy is going to talk to you. He's not going to want to deal with us black men. Oh, Yurima, you on that goddamn shit, man. We can't even go out and have a good time. I said, just watch. I said, we having a good time, but I have to pay. You have to see your enemy for who your enemy is. And it showed and proved right and exact. And they were in awe that the waiter gave his full attention to them, didn't want to deal with us. That's what we're up against. And so we have to know how to navigate that system together. And Yurima, um, I, yes. I just wanted to add that um, last night's conversation, oftentimes I... Well, I, I, I train to, I train myself to just listen sometimes. Let's hear what the person is really saying and what they're not saying. But one of the things that was said last night that rose a red flag for me was the part of the conversation where it was talking about what you were just talking about, apologizing. And she was like, sometimes I'll apologize, but then he won't apologize. And you said something along the lines of what if he did nothing wrong? And the response from her was, well, he should apologize anyway just to make me feel good or just to just to end the argument or something. That's a huge red flag because that's someone that cannot take accountability, even in that action right there. Like if I was a single man, I heard you say something like that. I'd never choose you because that tells me (laughs) that you cannot take accountability for anything you do. You always got to share the blame with somebody else. You can't just own your shit, right? Um, I, I, I'm i a type of person, I, I, I will not apologize just to make peace. I don't know. That's in my character. I won't apologize to make peace, right? Now, it doesn't mean I'll make war, but it means that I got to know in my spirit. I, like, if I apologize and I don't mean it, that's a lie. And it goes against my integrity, Facts. Facts. So I can't apologize just to make you feel good if I disagree with what you're saying. If I don't see that I did anything wrong in that situation, I'll even t- have a we'll have a respectful con- I don't see where I did something wrong. Explain it to me again like I'm a like I'm a five year old. You know what I mean? Because I I'm maybe I'm missing what you're saying. But I'm not just gonna say I'm sorry just to make you feel good. Cause that's what? that's that number one. I'm compromising myself. Number two, I'm recognizing that that you lack the ability to take accountability for your own actions, and you can't be wrong unless we both wrong. Well, what? So so even taking it just on a let let let's just go let's just go on a kindergarten level. What adults living together operate like that? What two adults? Living together operate like that. What? Forget living together. What adults operate like that? Yeah, I not. come by, I come by, and I step on your foot. Uh, oh, baby, I'm sorry. Are, are are you okay? I'm not looking for. Oh, yeah, you You need to say you're sorry because I scuffed my tennis shoe as I stepped on your foot. What kind of fucking shit as adults, man? It's insanity what she said last <laughs> night. It's pure fucking insanity. Even if he did nothing wrong just to make peace, he should apologize. Fuck out of here. And that's why 
That's why she got a family full of women that don't have fucking men. That's exactly why. You're and it, I just heard it in what you said is terroristic. It's terroristic behavior. I'm not going to make peace <laughs> until you apologize for something that you don't believe you did. That's you a terrorist. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> terrorist. Who the hell want to live with a terrorist? No, it's called There's it's no called in, it's called entitlement issues. Mm. Oh, I agree with you, sis. That's that's entitlement, you know, and 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 it's it's that kind of that self-centered mindset that's spoiled. I gotta have it my way. It's never gonna be your way. It's always gonna be my way. And at the end, even of the- in apologizing, it's still gonna be my way because I'm only gonna say I'm wrong if you say you're wrong too. That's insanity. That's that you you the insane terrorist. Like who who gonna want to live with that? But hmm. here's the thing. You gotta learn the man before you earn the man, right? And so at the end of the day, when you're saying you go to the restaurant and they do that, they do that. But let me tell you what I've been doing for years. Correction. You come out and you talk to me, and I'm like, I will tell the waiter, excuse me, he's there. Hmm. I change that shit up right away. You bring in the bill, uh, Cause they will hand it to a woman real quick. Uh, yep. uh, I'm sorry. Wh- what are you doing? They're like, excuse me. He's right there. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna have you saying sorry all night as the waiter. Hmm. Hmm. But you, but but see, you you're a woman that can read that, and that's the importance of a conscious woman because a conscious woman can read the play, can read the play and redirect the play as it's supposed to be redirected force that cracker to deal with me and I can force him to deal with me too but you read the play some lessons shouldn't even have to be explained we should know who our enemy is but we don't um D you got anything to add did we get did we uh no go ahead D Hey, I, you just said it, bro. Read the play, man. I I actually really fuck with what you was talking about with the, um, you know, the fact that white people will come to the woman first at all times. But that's indicative of even on a bigger scale of how things really go. You know what I'm saying? And I, like, I brought it up last night, but the Willie Lynch, the whole concept of, you know, um, we want the black woman to eat from our hands and not to trust the black man to provide. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that, that's deeply psychologically rooted in, in um, you know, that concept of divide and conquer. You know what I'm saying? And we just can't we can't forget, you know, the origins of that type of shit. So, you know, the same way. Um, the same way that I have to. Operate in the way that. I'm going to say it like this. It's not, it's not a matter of being apologetic, but I have to be conscious of the fact that there's certain things that I can do, you know, just in the way I move sometimes that can not necessarily, um, I might not always be standing on my square. You know what I'm saying? And so there's mm-hmm. th- that self-awareness is just really, if you're not self-aware right now, you know what I'm saying? It, with, with the shit that's going on in the world, if you, can, if you can't tap into self and recognize what you need to do within your own sphere, you know, within your own life mm-hmm. uh, to make to make certain changes towards even what you claim to be your ideology. You know what I'm saying? And I don't, I don't want to keep reaping on this one specific individual. So this is definitely, 
you know, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking to a much bigger picture than just this this woman right here. You know what I'm saying? Her, she's too dumb for us to be given too much energy. You know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. generally speaking, there's a whole lot of people that operate like that. You know, and it's and it's always you know either somebody else's fault or you know, um, I, I've I've been in situations where you know women have like completely done some dirty shit, like you know some dirty shit, like like you know. I'm on the phone and, and they like, you know, telling me something about, you know, wanting to spend time with me and blah, blah, blah. You know, I pull up to pick them up and they're coming out of some other dude's apartment. And then when I say something about it, it's like, they're mad at me for fucking up what they had going on in that dude's apartment. Like, Whoa, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? It's like, that. It's, it's a real live Jedi mind trick. And they expect niggas to go for that because niggas walk around with this guilt complex that society is forced onto us. You know what I'm saying? Feeling like, oh, well, I'm a black man, so we really ain't shit. That's why niggas operate. They, they feel like we don't have to aspire to anything because nobody holds us up to anything because, you know what I'm saying, motherfuckers don't respect niggas as men. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. you know, again, you know, as, like I said, I, I can always tell through the women how the men are. You know what I'm saying? And as long as we allow men to do fuck shit, um, this this same old perpetual cycle will go on, but I'm not going to sit here and say in any conversation about what needs to be changed or adjusted on behalf of black women um, to to even the scales or, you know, to get us back on track. Um, I'm not going to always follow that statement with, but us as black men, we also need to take accountability. We're not having that conversation right now. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's true as that may be. We got to get in the habit of being able to voice these type of concerns without there always having to be, you know, the, the trail of, well, yeah, you know, I do admit, you know, a lot of us be fucked up too. It, it ain't about that right now. You know what I'm saying? But on, on a bigger scale, um, the, the, the enemy knows that black men are null and void, even in the eyes of a lot of black women. So they know that they can gain their control through manipulating black women to think a certain way and to operate a certain way. And it's been like that since, um, you know, slavery, like uh, Dr. Joy DeGros, uh, uh, post-traumatic slave syndrome. And that's what we're dealing with. And, you, and, you, and you know, D, what you said, what you said basically uh, is the same thing as the double apology. You know, um, yeah, you do some fucked up shit, but we it, it's it's that same mentality. Like you can't stay on. And, and, and what that does, what that does when you allow that. When that is allowed, again, it eliminates that accountability because now the onus is back on us. And women in general have a very keen knack. Like when you explain that, when you explain that, 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 that situation, you know, coming out of the other dude's apartment, there are some women out here that could actually trick some dudes into apologizing to them for them getting caught coming out of the other dude's apartment. They have a knack to switch some shit up and make you feel like you're the guilty party. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, I apologize. Yeah, I, I should like, like, yeah, nigga, you should be apologizing. Like, I'm just up here. You you sliding up. Damn, you should have given me five more. Oh, baby, I'm sorry. Like, like they have. And you'll be apologizing and think about it later in your sleep and be like, wait a minute. What the fuck was I apologizing for? She was the one. So so you we have to really be very special case specific and very focused on staying focused on the subject matter because it can easily it can easily turn into something else where again 
now we're back to black man blaming. We've been hearing about black man blaming, man. We've been hearing that black men are the problem. Hey, you been hearing black men ain't shit. We've been hearing that shit. We've been hearing you niggas ain't shit, ain't gonna be shit, ain't gonna do shit. We didn't heard that all of our lives from moms telling us to grandmothers all the way up into adulthood, going through prisons, going through juvenile justice systems, all of that. So, you you know, uh, uh, it, uh, imagine, I made don't that statement. School. I don't made that statement. Huh? I, I said, don't forget school. Yeah, that shit in school too. Yeah, in school too. But I, I made that statement, and that's what triggered the sister last night. When I made the statement about the woman, about the women with five different children from five different men, that's what triggered her. She didn't want to address that. And I said, it's, you know, it, th there has to come a point where you make a decision. Imagine, but but flip that. Imagine a black man going to jail five different times. He gets out, he goes back, he gets out, he goes back. Many black women are going to say that nigga's institutionalized, fuck that nigga, that nigga is a criminal, he ain't gonna be nothing but a criminal, leave his ass locked up. He can't get it, that nigga don't wanna be out here in society, Look at him. He can, but a black woman has five children by five different men. And Yurima Karama says there has to come a point where she uses some goddamn discernment and makes some better choices. And that's a problem. I mean, come on, man. It's the it's the double standard. It's all of that, man. It's all it's all kinds of it's it's crazy as well. Hey, man. Yo, um, just, just to chime in, man, just kind of go back on what you said. Um, I just kind of had an epiphany on what you said earlier. I, I, I think I've never really paid attention to the whole um, feminine, oh, I would say the, the, the white man would pretty much ignore the masculine um, energy, I would say, from a black male to deal with the, the feminine. Um, and it's, it's comical, man, because I have this theory that you know, uh, I really believe mentally, man. White males are uh, homosexuals, and I'm I'm not and I'm not saying this to offend anybody's in here, because not only they don't respect the black male, but technically they really don't respect women as well. But the fact is, when you have a strong masculine um, energy in front of you, instead of dealing with that masculine energy, you would rather uh, default and deal with the feminine energy. Um, and I, and that's that's really that's that's really interesting, man. Because I never paid attention to that, but I promise you, brother, going forward, I'm going to pay attention to that. <laughs> you know, because you know, like you know, I'm married, man, been for 18 years. My wife normally handles a lot of the household stuff. You know what I mean? Like she just keeps up with a lot of stuff. She's just like a mental calendar. Um, but it's like when we go out to eat and stuff like that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be more conscious and more aware of that because. I never paid attention to that, but I, I, I guarantee you, man, without even uh, having any confirmation that what you're saying makes perfect sense. Because, but that that just tells you what we're dealing with, man. Like if you can't, like you know, if I see you with your lady, man, I naturally I feel like I would have to talk to you, not only just to respect you, but let let you know that you know it, it's it's like no no thing no pun intended oh no thing towards your woman, but I'm 
you know, I'm, I'm a hack to deal with you as a male. Like, you know, I used to be a personal trainer, and um, it was this guy that used to come in, man, every single session, man, with his woman. And I, I was okay with it, you know what I mean? Because I didn't really want that from her, and I built a relationship with him as well. Because I, I think, you know, when you have, when you really comfortable in your masculine energy, you can deal with masculine energy. So the fact that, if you know, you have to sit and default to feel more comfortable dealing with the feminine energy, maybe that's just where you're at. And maybe that's probably a lot of the issues that we have in society today, um, you know, with gender binary. And again, I'm, I don't know who's in this room, and I'm not, you know, whatever people believe, that's their personal belief. But I do think behind people's uh, personal preference, I think is an agenda. You know what I mean? Um, that's being pushed. That's really being pushed. But it makes sense. Like, because it's almost like, you know, when you think about them lynching us, you know, we, one of the common things with lynching us, man, they used to always cut off our penis. I never understood that. Yeah. Like, what, what the hell my penis got to do with, with the lynching? You know what I mean? But if, if you really can't deal with the black man's masculinity, you don't have enough masculinity within yourself to match the masculinity of a black male. You know, in other words, man, I'm a, I'm a, you, you, you're going to have a brother out now, man, just paying attention and trying to observe it. Jamil. <laughs> you know Jamil. I mean? Jamil. Just, Jamil. Just, yes, sir. The next time, the next time, go. it doesn't matter if you at Best Buy. It doesn't matter if you go out to eat. You can go to Sears. If you, got, if you have your queen on the side of you, Right. The white man is going to defer to her first, and the reason he's the reason he's going to defer to her first is because they the, it, it, there's a few things. One, tell lie vision globally has painted the black man in a certain light. They right, painted right. Us, they've either painted us as buffoons, right, buffoons, or criminals. Right. Or if they do have if they do have a if they do have a serious role for a black man, he can he can only be serious. He can't laugh. He's not jovial. He's hardcore. So you got the right. buffoon, the buffoon, the comedian or the hardcore black. And so but but and the criminal. So this plays on the psyche. But the other thing is that white people know that we don't seem to get is they know that we are that we live in a matriarchy. Mm -hmm. Who has the power in the matriarchy? The black woman. So that's who he defers to, because that's mm -hmm. who he's going to see in corporate America. If somebody mm -hmm. is going to break the glass ceiling, it's going to be her. It's not going to be us. They didn't right. science this shit up because they didn't design it, so they already know. And the only way you're going to get him to look directly at you or fuck with you, period, is if you stand in front of that woman to where he can't even see her. Then he's got to mm -hmm. deal with you directly. Now, that's not to say that he won't look at you and acknowledge you, but he's trying to deal with her. Mm-hmm. Just, just test it. Yeah, I've had, I've, 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 I did this. I started. I said this about four years ago, four or five years ago. Brothers started testing it. They was like, "Oh my goodness, you were right." You're in. I man, look. I know. I know how. I know my enemy. They don't want to deal mm -hmm. with us. And if they do, if they are dealing, they don't want to look us in the eye. None of that, because the mm -hmm. eyes are the gateway to the soul. I can see you a devil. You ain't got no soul. So they'll right. try to divert and they will try to keep their attention on her. You, you like myself, 
will want to deal with the man because that's what men do. It's a respect thing. What the fuck I right. look like talking to your, your queen, your empress, before <laughs> I fucking talk to you? What the fuck I look like? Exactly. Like, exactly. Nigga, that's the ultimate disrespect. Like, nigga, I'm right here. Like, I'm the king of the castle. You deal with the king first. You don't, what are you even dealing with my queen for? I'm the king right. of the castle. You deal with the king, nigga. <laughs> but but see, these are these are these are lessons that some young people they have to get that they don't even know. Mm. And, and, Dude, and, I'm... And, and by the way, Jamel, you 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 spot on just just you spot on probably on that homosexual shit too about them. But uh, in, in... Dude, I said that we had a. Um... And you know, and I, and I, you know, we had a uh, couples gathering one time, man. And, and I said that the people laughed at me. And I'm like, I don't, I don't think I understand how these jokers are like mentally homosexuals. You know, what I mean, they don't respect nobody but themselves. That's it. They're only comfortable with other white men. Anybody else, man, they have a problem with. You know what I mean? And if, historically, you know, it's it's and it's almost like like you said when you look into them, you don't see the soul. You know, it's like one of those things almost like historically prove me wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> prove me, prove me wrong, you know? <laughs> That's <laughs> Yeah. So anybody got a, anybody else got anything to hey, conscious, did you get in here? I don't remember hearing from conscious. Conscious, you didn't fall asleep again, did you, bro? Conscious, unconscious. Yurima, I wanted to give you a quick playbook that I've always done since I was like 16, right? Because one of the things I always noticed uh, is that, brothers, you guys have a lot on your mind. You guys got to worry about how you dress, how you're perceived out in the world. And I remember being 16 and this boy wanted to take me out. And, I mean, we went to, like, Wendy's or something, okay? And mm-hmm. you could only buy enough for me. And that stayed mm-hmm. with me. Because now he sat there. I said, like, we had some fries. We could split the burger, right? And I said, I couldn't, I couldn't even imagine how he felt. And then there were brothers after that would be like, well, you know, I want to do this, but I'm trying to save my money. So one of the things I do is that if I was dating someone, like, I'm with them, right? I would always say, um, we're about to go out. I would always be like, um, here's my card. Here's some money. You, ha- you the banker. We play Monopoly tonight. You hold all the money. So that way, you wouldn't feel insecure about anything, whether he had enough or didn't have enough or had enough. And so mm. that would make him feel like, well, damn, because that was my way of kind of saying that if we were in a household together, this is our money, not his money is my money and my money is my money, <laughs> you mm. know, because that's what, you know, they always say that in the rap lyrics and shit. But no, it's us. We got to take care of each other. And that's, so that's something that I've always done. Hey, here's my card. You know the pen. So if you need to go to that, because I don't want no way to looking at me. You, you taking me out. And I don't care if you're spending your money or my money. It's our money. So that's just something I've always done. And then I heard that saying about the bottom of the barrel. What kind of shit is that? I meant to say something about that. What the hell is that? 
what is wrong? What? And this is what I mean by the disgusting shit that comes out of fucking sisters' mouths. And then they want to know why they can't find nobody. Go sit in a fucking corner and die. That's disgusting. The bottom of the barrel? Like, are you fucking serious? And you expect someone to, their dick to get hard for you? Like, come the fuck on. Hmm. Yeah, thank you. Uh, yeah, a, a, exactly, exactly, uh, uh, Cindy, exactly. I think that um, too. I think from a conscious, from a conscious standpoint, uh, uh, men that men that bring it. I think women need to know that men that that really bring it, that have their shit together and bring it. Um, you have to. There's there's a level of internal work that you're going to do, and that doesn't mean that we as men aren't going to do internal work as well. Um, because in, in, in internal work is done from the cradle to the grave. We constantly are evolving. We're constantly working on self self-evaluation, self checks are a daily thing and they need to happen daily. But there are certain men, I will take the group that's on this stage right now, certain men, you're not just going to be able to get us with just sex. If you just bring an ass to the table, that shit will get old after about two, three weeks there's going to, you got to bring, you got to bring something more. You got to bring something more. Real talk. Um, you have to bring something substantive. There has to be something nurturing. You have to bring a team mentality. It can't be an individual mentality because if it's an individual mentality, well, we can stay individuals then. <laughs> it's just that simple. So it's got to be a team type mentality. And you have to bring, you have to bring the fact that if you don't know something, you're willing to learn. If it's going to make the situation better. That's just a few things. Intuition is, is, is imperative. Intuition, because that, because that's going to be a power source for your team. The black woman has greater intuition than the black man. We deal more on a physical plane. She's dealing more a lot on a, on a, on a more spiritual plane. Not to say that we don't deal on a spiritual plane because we do, but her intuition is times ours. It just is. We have to navigate this matrix together, but, but in navigating that matrix, we both have to know our, our, our strengths and weaknesses. And that's where the submission comes in on both sides. So if the woman is good with the money, not a problem. Take that. Especially if that's your weakness. She can take that and you have to trust that. If you're good with other stuff, she needs to let you take that. That's, she's got to submit to that. That's her weakness. We got to get through this shit together. Anybody else got anything before we get up out of here? Okay. Well, hey man, I'm a, I'm a, oh, <laughs> my bad, my bad, Yareem. I, I had to get to, to the mute button. I got my, I'm, you know, I'm pouring resin and stuff. But um, I just want to, I just want to thank the family for real, man. I'm, I'm glad that um, you know, it's a group of folks here that you know we all have a, a similar understanding, and you know we make these broad 
statements and we have these broad conversations about black men and women. But, you know, lo and behold, you know, here we are gravitated to folks that understand, you know what I'm saying? And so let's just all stay the course and understand, you know, what that black love is revolutionary. You know what I'm saying? Like this, this is the shit that these are the, these are the real dangerous conversations right here. You know what I'm saying? We talking about healing the black family, talking about healing relationships between black men and women. You know what I mean? This is, this is the real live, um, the, the conversation that's going to trigger the most change. So much love to the family. y'all. Yeah. And I, I gotta say, D, I, I appreciate that. And just for clarification, I don't know. I, I think, I think old girl from last night triggered something in me where I feel like I have to clarify now, but make no mistake about it. I love black women. That's, that's, that's it. That's all. As a matter of fact, uh, I only love black women facts. I've put those posts up. I only love black women. And that's who I will go all out for, black women and black men. I love black women. I'm not going to have anything but a black woman. So that's just how that's going to be. Or I'll just be saying. Real shit. <laughs> I'll just be Real single. shit, yeah. I'm not having, if, I, if I don't have a black woman, I'll just be single. But we do, we all have work that we have to do. We have to do the work. We have work that we have to do. And, I mean, I'm going to call out. I'm going to call out those ones who are if they're acting like the enemy, I'm going to treat them like an enemy. That's just what that's going to be because we're in a full-fledged war. We don't have time to be trying to figure out who's who. We don't have time to try be be well you uh you got to get past your triggers and you're not willing to work on them and if I don't say sorry, you're not going to say I'm fuck you out of here. Let's just not deal with you. Get over there. You with the Europeans. And that's how I'm going to carry you. We ain't got time for them petty childish ass games, man. So with that said, peace, everyone. Peace, love, and light. We'll we'll take it out just the same way we started. Hey, Yurima Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in fed book jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or post and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white-owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it? Tired of black people getting on white-owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money? Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. This is why I took my aboriginal indigenous melanated ass on over to OTWTube because I recognize the importance of freedom of speech. I recognize that I would be doing my ancestors a tremendous disservice if I stayed a slave on social media outlets that want to dictate what I say and when I can actually say it. If you're tired like I am, 
then make the switch now to otwtube.com and get the Urema Karama app. Tap into the truth because that's what you deserve. I am Urema Karama and I approve this message. Look it up. Flawed individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deang. Cindy Ashby Production. On the wake up.